0: Ah, you pedestrians, I deliver for you, but get out of my way so I
1: can deliver for
0: you. And I'm like, Rar!
1: This is At The Nexus, episode 133, Facebook Home Foreclosed, on Sunday, June 29th, 2014. And now, Burgundy isn't even a word. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with returning co-host Matthew Petchel.
0: Hey, how's it going? It's good, how about you? Uh, doing well, you doing quite really? well. Really? hmm Yeah? Well, it's been a great week. Has it? Yes, this this week, um I left T Mobile. T Mobile? They're in the past you? now. They don't have me anymore.
1: Well, well what'd you go to? My
0: new friends over Sprint. at AT&T. Oh, okay. They they showed me what my bill would be. Before I had to pay it. It was just so heartwarming to know that they weren't thieving me. Up front. So you're
1: telling me that you decided to leave the company that was lying to you about charges on your bill, and go to the company that told you what your bill would be before you paid it. That's before insane. Before you even signed
0: up for service.
1: That's incredible.
0: They took out calculators and said what it would be and what it would be after my postalness. And
1: Doesn't it seem strange that they so would have to take out a calculator? Why wouldn't their system just tell
0: them that? Well, the, the, the I guess it's not very often that they have postal guests in their store.
1: I feel like it's often enough that they have a calculator in the reach.
0: Well, th- they had their phone. They opened oh. up the calculator app. Oh, okay. But no, um I've been absolutely thrilled with uh, AT&T. So, uh, how's how's the coverage huh, and stuff? Uh, um in my house I've never lost full bars. Um and I cool. normally have been at half bars and mm-hmm. that um so right now I'm in your studio and I would never get signal down here. And That's if I completely you know, look false. at my phone Well, do you remember how we'd watch anime and I'd twitch and like, five emails?
1: (laughs) Maybe that happened because you don't have LTE.
0: Yeah. Either way, I have full bars of HSPS+.
1: That's pretty good. Full. Now, but that's data. But what do you have for, like, call?
0: Show me the Android. Yeah. How do you you find out?
1: I don't know. So, like, I I have full data down here, too, on LTE, but I only have one bar for calling slash texting. I don't know how that works.
0: Yeah, I I thought if I had the uh... No,
1: cuz they're separated. Cuz you know, not everyone's on the new like uh volt oh thing. Uh hmm. I would be able to tell you, but I don't know. But so even even so th- that that's irrelevant, but just looking at your signal strength in general, it's it's incredibly different from what I am getting here on the Nexus 5.
0: Yeah, I know you do get faster down. Yeah, but um... so
1: like that's a cheating thing because I am on um LTE and you're not and your phone just isn't capable of that. So Do you know the Moto G.
0: I have met it? Yes. So my brother has one. Yep. We both ran Spree test, right? His was faster. Mm. By five whole megs Eh, a second. That's that's
1: fine. fine. Well he's on H V S plus two then. Yes he is. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. But you could get a new Moto G. They have the L T E variant with a S D card. cool. So I mean, you know. Uh so my phone is getting um one fifteen DBM on Phone networking. What does it get on? Not phone networking. Come on, T-Mobile. Turn off. No, I'm turning off Wi-Fi. That's how I do it.
0: Yeah, no, um, hopefully AT&T doesn't try to screw me over like T-Mobile did. You know, I had driven to three different cities to talk to three different people at stores, and all of them told me different things, so that means all of them must be lying.
1: So 115 versus your 79. It's a pretty big difference in in signal strength.
0: So at and better.
1: Yeah, for coverage, way better.
0: Yeah, Well, in our, you know, small neck of the woods. Well,
1: of course, that's what we're referring to.
0: Yes. Yeah. I don't know what it would be like in, like, Kentucky or Pennsylvania. Well, I mean, like... Those places have so many uphills and only uphills. Now, here's...
1: The, the, the thing I know about Pennsylvania is that there are parts of Pennsylvania that Prime is not serviced in. And and so if that's the case, then I don't really care if Phone tick is serviced or not, because you can't even order anything in those locations.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just terrible. Why would why would anyone choose to live in such a sucky state? I don't know why. I mean, just come to Minnesota.
1: I wouldn't even blame the whole state. I'd just blame that local area. More people should live there to get more towers. Oh, so yeah.
0: Okay, that's a good way to think about. It. So,
1: so, um, so that was a good experience. Then, so, uh, how much were you paying, and how much are you paying now?
0: I just I was paying seventy three. Dollars mm-hmm. for the fifty dollar a month plan. Turns out now you see how that's horrible. And then I started paying sixty five dollars because I paid my phone bill over the phone.
1: That that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. You were not permitted to do that.
0: No, um, no. They they explicitly told me like, oh no no no, just pay just pay now. We want you to pay. So do you have your credit card with you? I'm like, yeah, I can pay over the phone. That's no problem. I don't care how I pay. I just I just like your service, T-Mobile, and then they screw me over for another five dollars because I had to talk to somebody. Like mm-hmm. the person offered to pay the bill. Now I said, "No, you won't be charged. Just pay now. Pay now." Thieving dogs. And so
1: now, what do you pay on AT and T?
0: No, AT and I will be paying forty-four dollars. No, a just just take away the uh, take away
1: the uh, discount. Just regular.
0: Just flat out fifty-seven. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm happy. That's good. And it will all go down. And as far as I can tell, I'm not going to have any partial GSM particle charge.
1: I don't even know. Uh, GPRS. It was just some random letters assembled next to each other. And T-Mobile just
0: couldn't explain what those things were. Partial charge for SC3GB data SMHS. Partial charge for simple choice vol unit T plus T. And yeah, no, like
1: you can see how that's consumer unfriendly, it is garbage and unnecessarily
0: complicated. Yeah, no, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's they're not my friends no, anymore. No, no, I, I enjoyed them for a while. But. So,
1: I mean, I'm still happy on prepaid T Mobile because they don't seem to screw you over because they have no vested interest. Like, you could leave them at any time. So, why do they try to make you leave when you can just? Get thirty bucks. Now, if I did need unlimited minutes, I would wouldn't mind switching at all. I mean, I have no no qualms about loyalty uh, from a company that's absurd. So, you know, either way, I'm fine with it.
0: Yeah, very cool. So, what'd you do this week?
1: Well, this week I um did something fun for a change. Oh. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, one of the uh, one of the people I watch on YouTube for Guild Wars news uh, decided to do a let's play with. Uh, Final Fantasy X HD, and I had been intending to get it this summer, and so then as soon as he started doing his LP a few episodes in, I decided to order it, also because it was on sale at Amazon, instead of the usual $39 price, it was $29, so a oh, nice. good, good deal, uh, Is coincidentally two weeks after the Sony deal of the same type. Oh. So that's fine, and so I I I bought Final Fantasy X HD. Now I played this game in its original form on the PS2 uh, a long, long time ago, and when in, when, um, sometime in 2001, 2002, uh, when I got the PS2 when I was a kid. So it was kind of fun to be able to re-watch the scenes, reread the dialogue. Well, okay, let me phrase that even more poignantly. Actually, being able to read the dialogue that was not spoken to me—you know—you know when you're when you're in third grade, you can't read fast, you can't read necessarily well. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that you would miss uh, subtleties, tropes, and you know motifs around the story and coincidences and things. Uh, you know, most of the game is pretty much the same. You know, that it looks HD. It's size for an HD screen. The textures, though, weren't remastered—like taking the old textures out, putting new textures in. It's just instead of compressing the textures before they were put on disc, they were left as rich as they could have made them. Hmm. So, you know, it's 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 really nice to be able to play the game again. Now, it's not just Final Fantasy X on disc. It's ten and ten two, 2 and then a couple of extra things they decided to put down there. And I also think they included a uh, soundtrack, which is really nice. Cool. Because the uh, Final Fantasy X soundtrack is great. Um Sometime a while ago... Earlier this year, my mom was trying to look for ringtones, and she downloaded some, downloaded some ringtone app. And she was just going through, and she was just clicking random things. And she clicked one, and I told her, why are you playing Xanarkand? And Xanarchand is one of the name of one of the tracks. And of course, I would remember that ten years later. Weirdo. I mean, it's the opening title track of the game. You, I mean, who wouldn't remember Xanarkand? So, uh I've been playing that. I am currently trying to beat the uh, aquatic football section of the game. Very complicated. I've lost twice so far.
0: Is that really what it's called?
1: No, it's called Blitzball, but it's easier to describe to the unindoctrinated audience hmm. that it is simply aquatic football. Okay. I mean, isn't it? I guess so. I mean, you, you can tackle people. I guess you can dribble, so it's like some kind of weird basketball, too. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I also this week have been tinkering with my uh, router Router Yes, so I, I um have noticed my Wi-Fi has been kind of sucky this week And it's been really hot this week And so I, I looked into our closet where the modem and router is housed Noticed that it was kind of hot in there Touched the modem and router They were kind of hot They were pretty angry, in fact So I put a big fan in there little closet big fan what's the problem no big fan that's the no. problem i hear it so what i did is i looked around the basement here and found a case fan that i wasn't using and i found a transformer that was unlabeled and unused and i uh, decided to wire it up so that the little fan could be powered by the uh, you know transformer r- transformer plug and mm-hmm. so now i have built a little shelf for the uh, router and it is cooling the little fan is cooling the modem, I mean the the router. That's really cool. So it's really nice. I'll take some pictures and uh, post them sometime. But uh, so here's the problem. I don't know if it's making a difference because the router's software doesn't have a temperature meter there. Mm-hmm. But I know it does have the supported capability because the DD-WRT version, which is supported on that same mo- router, can show you the temperature. So I think I might have to flash
0: DD Word over.
1: Do you know anything about that kind of stuff? No, I don't. Okay. I,
0: I know that if you mess up, though, it's bricked.
1: Hey, I can get a new one then. Perfect.
0: You know, you know, I don't know about all hey, that. Hey, I,
1: I, I wanted an AC router anyway, so either way it
0: works. <laughs> yes, you, you sound like you have this all planned out. I do. So
1: after the show, that's probably what I'll be doing.
0: Okay. Well, flashing could look DD word. What what figured, else did you like, do this week? or something.
1: Oh, we can do that too. Yeah.
0: Um but no, so I wasn't on last week's show. You weren't? Where were you? I was um fishing. Fishing, right. Yeah, so I you went were fishing. fishing and then we're gonna do it the next day and I guess somebody had a birthday.
1: Yeah, somebody had a birthday the next day, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um but, so So regardless, this has been two weeks of me. Not being on the premier weekly podcast. So, how do you feel about that? Do you feel liberated? Oh man, it was. I liked having that fishing trip like yeah. that. I know. Like, Isn't that great? So my dad got to go for a whole week. I just got to go for two hours on a rainy day. Um, didn't catch much, but uh, it was still good to be out on a lake. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I've been working on um building a um traditional frontier flintlock rifle from Spain. See, yes. So, it, it had, so that barrel I bought, like, you know how it was just a plain barrel and stuff, on the side it said, made in Spain. I'm like, no, 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 nobody's gonna know this. Assembled in America. Seriously? Well, so you you saw how much crap I did to it. Yeah, I know. Like, I. I you, did you take pictures at all? No. Why? I didn't have your camera. No, <sighs> so I have a picture, and that was after it, it has been complete. Not helpful. Well, so,
1: so the gun's barrel was originally metal looking, you know. The shiny metal colors, yeah, it was, you know, uh, and so then the uh, the the process that you had to go through to make it look much darker, like uh, I don't know, yeah, what it chemically rusts it, like it's almost like a burgundy color now.
0: Yeah, it's been browned, right? It's brown. No, burgundy isn't a word. I'm afraid. No, I, I um I browned the barrel instead of bluing the barrel. Now it's it's kind of complicated because when you blue something, it actually turns it black.
1: And you also had to do uh, some kind of staining to the grip and handle and stuff.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So most of this, so this is one of those kits where like the wood is already cut. Like you just have to sand it, and it's kind of stupid like that way. Um, but the the barrel was actually where the fun was because um I've always just you know had iron sights just onto the thing. I never had to sand and file away and put a pound a dovetail into a um uh, in the the sights into the dovetails. It was kind of cool to actually do the little bit of um, other things. And this is all still cheaper than going to Penn Foster's online degrees of gunsmithing.
1: Imagine that, because mm-hmm. that was a terrible plan anyway. Well, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I'm. I'm so glad the post office hired me. I don't have to go to school.
1: Good, me too. In fact,
0: yeah. can you imagine mm-hmm. me in school again? No, I can't. And Domino's would have to like open another chain closer to me.
1: <laughs> yes, on the
0: same block. You know? No, I don't know. I don't
1: know well, uh, so, uh, do you wanna, wanna do some news?
0: Uh, see, we'd had this prolonged rolling, so that can only mean there was no news this week.
1: That is kind of the truth. Uh, okay, so before we begin, where can we find the news?
0: You can find the news and all the show links we stole them from, from thenexus.tv slash ATN 133.
1: And now you can find them in their new format, which is separated by type. So, our top most important news has a nice header called Top News. Google News is labeled Google. Apple News is Apple label. That's right. Yeah, good. <laughs> so you can now read the news in an ordered and organized format in the right order. Isn't that great? Yeah. So, uh let's let's begin. Uh Google I.O. was this week. Was it? Did we do a special? Yeah, we did a special. You can yeah. find the special at the Nexus.tv slash NS thirty one. Now now let's let's talk about briefly what they showed there at Google I.O. Hmm. Yeah, did you hear a lot of silence there? Because I, I think uh I think there was a lot of silence there.
0: Screaming tons of silence. Yeah.
1: So they showed a preview of whatever the next Android is called. We don't get to know the name, we just get to know the letter, and that's L. We don't know the version number either. So it could be four point five, but it's probably not. It probably is just five.
2: Mm.
1: <sighs> Man, it's uh so they, they unveiled their new material design style guide thing. So everything we had talked about in terms of quantum paper, that's what material design turned into. And in fact, internally, Google still recognizes material design as quantum paper. Uh, A lot of uh, Google devs in the talks slipped the word quantum
0: into what they were saying. I would love to say quantum five times fast.
1: Well, so uh, they were talking about – I don't remember the exact question or the exact answer – but he could have said material. This is going to be a, a new, new method in the material design language. But he said a new method in the quantum design language. And so, you know, it's quite clear that he was referring to quantum paper. And that's clearly what they were calling it as a code name internally for quite some time. And maybe just recently within the last few weeks or last month, it's changed names. Yeah, very cool. So there's that. And, you know, it's, uh, it, uh I've been trying to read the, uh, bug tracker on Google code for the preview and it doesn't appear that the Google devs have really been doing any ticket reading or marking or organization right now which is probably okay because they were breaking down from the conference and it's a weekend but hopefully this following week we can actually see some traffic there on the dev tracker and see if L will get multiple preview releases this summer because what would be terrible is that if the only preview release is the one they just launched uh, I feel like, you know, every three to four weeks they should launch one. So the next one would be sometime, end, you know, end of July, mm-hmm. right? So that would be really important. So if you would like to uh, read or listen to anything else about the Google I.O., listen to that uh, that Google yeah. I.O. special. Yeah,
0: the special was pretty good. The
1: special was pretty good. Covered a lot of things, um, you know, all of that yeah. stuff. You know, that, that exciting Nexus tablet, that was covered.
0: But there is some things that uh was not covered. Was not covered. We have some bit of a follow up news for this. That's right. So what we should do as you said. Pause now. Listen to that special, and then come back to this show.
1: Right. Of course, because you wouldn't want to be. Uh,
0: you would. You wouldn't have anything to do this day. Is well, what we're assuming. You just have like three hours to listen to crap.
1: Well, it's Monday. When they're listening to this. yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. Yes, yes. I suppose it would be
1: right. So uh, so we we were told that a- Android Wear. Android Auto and Android TV would all be coming out sometime later this year. Android Aware comes out this summer. Auto comes out later this year. Android TV will be out later this year and in 2015 in TVs. But here's what we weren't told. What OEMs could do with it. How much latitude they could control.
0: LG loves making TVs, don't they? They, they do. have some, yeah. some of the world's best TVs. Yeah, and you know... And uh, they love, like, having their own skin on them.
1: That's right. So does Vizio. Vizio has their own atrocious mm-hmm. integration, and pretty much all LG's of LG is nice. Yeah, nicer. But one of the problems that TVs have just in general is their UI is not smooth, it's not fluid, it doesn't have beautiful animations um, that, that blow the water out of the pool, as they say.
0: Yes, uh, that is what they say.
1: And so... What is the solution to that? Well, obviously, it's Android TV. And so Android TV isn't in a, a set-top box exclusive. It can be integrated directly into your TV. Well, it turns out Google is saying that OEMs will not be able to brand or do anything to the native experience other than add apps.
0: Which that seems... Really, really good.
1: Yeah. Like maybe they learned their lesson from Android regular? hmm So if you buy a car with Android Auto... Which is a terrible name. There's, see, that's what happens when you when you buy Android Auto. People saying that might Yeah. Be me. yeah. So, uh, now OEMs will not be able to destroy the Android experience anywhere. Yeah, that's fine. Except on your phone, the most important place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else
0: did we learn? Well,
1: then? so... Uh, Before Google I.O., in fact, but, you know, like a few hours before the conference, um, Google Glass had a little mini event. And so it was kind of just an informal meeting with um, the 10 people who have it, Sergey Brin, mostly. Um, And what they unveiled was a new edition of the Google Glass kit. So, you know, you you buy your $1,500 Google Glass, but it was uh, a new edition. So it had a larger battery. We don't know how much larger, but, you know, sounds good, right? Mm -hmm. Two gigabytes of memory, which is lovely. But we don't know if it has the same TI OMAP processor. And now here's why that matters. TI went out of the chip market for phones and devices. Mm -hmm. So the Galaxy Nexus device, the phone, was discontinued in its support because uh, TI wasn't releasing drivers for it anymore. And Google didn't want to write those drivers because uh, maybe they couldn't so it's kind of weird that this uh this this very core product apparently to google's new 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 modern vision for the world is using a ti chip when they can't actually support it so we'll we'll have to see if it's the same ti chip if it's a new ti chip which is unlikely or if it's a completely chip different chip otherwise
0: hmm i, I this is to motorola
1: i mean uh no they should switch to a snapdragon yes no. snapdragon I mean, 400 quad core
0: They've already bought and sold Motorola Mobility. Now they can buy and sell... Motorola Regular. Yeah. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. So, um, we do have some new Google news that had nothing to do with I.O. that came out this week.
1: That's right. So, this is uh, unrelated to I.O., which is weird, because why would they talk about Google stuff not at I.O.? Isn't that a good time? But
0: this is the silent... This is the slow support update stuff we have to talk about. So, what what do we have here? Well, so, you know how some phones let you to say, okay, Google anytime at all like regardless of what if you, if you didn't buy a Moto X or something
1: yeah so like the Nexus 5 on the home screen you can say okay google and it'll do whatever yes. you want well
0: here on the Nexus 4 land I can't do that right. and if I have an app open or if you have an app open you can't do that Mm-mm. but something that Google's been pushing out is you can now enable it so you can drain your battery at all times but you can say okay google regardless of what app you have open now so right. so even if it's on your charging pad across the room in the morning like Okay, Google. What's the weather gonna be like? Is it gonna be raining when the mail's going out? And be like, the weather is going to be cloudy and rainy. Your day will suck. I'm like, oh, now I know to go back to bed and call in sick. Is it just like that? Well, well, then you have to go to your phone and dial. because you can't just, okay, Google, call. No, you call. can. You can do that. See, I don't leave contacts. Like okay, I, Google, call my boss. The next time work. you have
1: on your phone, you will have contacts. And watch no. out.
0: Yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah. So now but there are some little weird emissions from this too. So it it's not only when you're in any app but it's also when you're charging as you mentioned so it's whether it's cord or wireless charger which is great right? Yeah. So that means when the screen is off you can still talk to it like the Moto X. But guess what device doesn't get these OK Google updates? A premier one, I hope. Uh, the, the Moto
0: X. Moto X? The
1: Moto X and Moto G, oddly enough, are not eligible for these updates for some Aren't reason. Weren't
0: those the phones that pioneered the launch of the always-on? Yeah,
1: pre- pretty much, actually, yeah. So it could be that Motorola just doesn't want them to conflict, but it also seems suspicious.
0: It's because is going to have them soon. Oh, Lenovo. Got to stick them one time. Motorola's after, so. still a Google company. Yeah, when is that actually
1: going to change? You know, I haven't heard a thing. Not a thing. I haven't heard a thing about the proceedings that would lead up to the formal acquisition at all. Hmm. Just since that one day. Hmm. Well, uh, let's talk about YouTube. YouTube. YouTube is enabling support for 60 frames per second video. So normally video on YouTube is either 24 frames per second or 30 frames per second. And, you know, that's fine for some things. But for like, you know... Gaming or maybe sports footage or, you know, something like that. 60 frames is probably better, right? More frames, more smoothness. Yeah, yeah more, better. less
0: buffering problems.
1: Bless. What are you talking about? Well, it turns out YouTube is rolling out support for these new 60 frames per second videos. Uh, so it'll be compressed less. Now I tried one of these videos. You can try one in the link. And it actually, it, so once you get the buffering going on, which is, you know, pretty hard, right? Because yes. YouTube doesn't buffer in America. Uh, once you do get manage to get the buffering to go, uh, the, the video can switch arbitrarily between, you know, a lot of frames and 60 frames. Mm-hmm. So if you do have a video that you haven't buffered fully yet, it'll still display at, you know, 24 or 30. But if you can get the bandwidth and get the look of the YouTube, you can get it to the full 60 and it'll switch into that mode. Just like it switches between, you know, 144 and 1080p automatically.
0: Nice. I'm looking forward to this feature.
1: And there's more. There's what? a new feature known as fan funding, which is hard to say. Uh, it is basically a way to tip your favorite content creators directly on the
0: YouTube, probably using Google Wallet. Uh-oh. That's not, that, that's going to be a problem. No, I think that's really nice. Well, see, one of my favorite things to do on YouTube is to watch playthroughs like Legend of Zelda games.
1: Yeah, and so now
0: you can tip the guy. How's Nintendo going to get their cut?
1: No, so it's different. So you don't tip the video directly, you tip the creator. Okay. Right. So uh, Google, uh, YouTube says that this is not going to replace Kickstarters and like Patreon fundraisers. This yeah. is completely separate. This is just internal to YouTube. You can use it if you want, but it's not meant to replace those other systems. I see.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. So David Brook, the Nexus Project Manager, was in an interview this week, and he was saying uh, more Nexus, nice more Nexus devices might come in different colors. And silver is not the end of the line. That's
1: right. And we have a quote. I'm going to read it. You're going to read the quote you, word for word? Because you won't even try.
0: I won't because the guy's got a funny name.
1: Uh, Burke is a funny name apparently. Because also David is a strange, very funny name. Isn't it? The, the whole idea of Nexus was we did it for two reasons. One is to actually have a physical device that we're working with. But the other was sort of like a statement of purity. It's like, here's how when we were designing Android and creating different frameworks and APIs and the user experience, here's how we think it should look. It's a starting point. And so we're experimenting with different ways of doing that, and we're getting the word out there so more people can see it. So Android One is a really good example of that. So Android One was one of the things they showed off at Google I.O. It's for low to very low tier phones, uh, predominantly in, um, you know, poorer countries. And so uh, he goes on to say, I think my team has two outputs. There's open source code we make available and everyone uses, and then there's Nexus devices. And so there's no way I could do an open source code without a Nexus device. You can't just get all the bugs, and you can't can't actually experience it. You've got to live and breathe it day in and day out. So the idea of a Nexus device will never go away, can't ever go away. So I think Nexus continues to be very important for Android. So what does that sound like to you?
0: a problem.
1: So it sounds like to me that Nexus won't ever go away, but... Basically, it
0: was never going to go away.
1: Well, so there was a lot of rumors that the silver program would replace Nexus altogether. No. That's what the rumor was. Um But, so I agree that Nexus will probably never go away as a name or an ideal, but what could go away is the phone part of it. What if Google just wants to stop making phones? What if they just make tablets or non- cellular devices what if they are so angry at the carriers and oems for screwing things up that they just make non-carrier and non-oem like products because the oem will never sell a non-phone what's the point you won't make any money you know you can't charge 600 dollars for a non-phone
0: i know you can't
1: so the carriers will the the carriers will never pick up a non-phone the oems will never sell a non-phone on their own unless it is a tablet so, it would be like an iPod Touch, but for Android. And so, Google could do that if they wanted. Hmm. Just a
0: thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, you 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 use video hangouts, right? And Yes. And so, one of the immediate things I tried to do after I switched to at t was have a video hangouts with my brother. Oh, how did that go? Well, so, we, we do this all the time, where he's at his home desktop, mm-hmm. and I try to have a video chat. On your phone. Over T-Mobile. And I've always always had problems and i always thought oh, it could have been the nexus 4 that's like, why i would have blamed. fast enough but that is untrue as i have found out being the new acolyte of at&t evangelism i promote at&t and i can't speak english i don't blame in that order. i've got the same problem today um but either way it worked fantastic i love hangouts now that i'm on a so real so
1: network. what what was the quality like then like, it was terrific even with different? video like so
0: uh, i turned the video off and i still couldn't have a conversation we've over got them. to try this later Yes. Um, well, not on the show, because that would ruin our sound quality. Like, you know how when you listen to Spanish radio and all of a sudden oh, you hear the DJs... Video? Well, remember when we heard yeah. the DJ get the Hangouts? Yep. Like, plunk. while he was on the air, like, plunk. playing the music, just... Yep.
1: Yeah, it's more like a plunk, though.
0: Yeah, I, I well, I can't plunk right.
1: Well, uh, Video Hangouts has an update coming very, very soon, uh, although it's kind of tied to Chrome, so it's questionable how soon. Normally, Hangouts require you to install a plug-in before using it, so... Uh, most recently, I think uh, Brian Mitchell had to install the plugin on his desktop because that's what he was using to do the show that you weren't on, on last week. So he we had to install the plugin before he could chat with me. Well, starting soon, within a few weeks, uh, Chrome will be rolling out probably a updated build of WebRTC tech, such that pluginless Hangouts will now be possible. Hmm. Sounds pretty good. That that would be cool. I don't know how WebRTC works. I know, but remember, we watched the Firefox mm-hmm. video a yeah, long time just ago. interrupt between browsers with real time video. That would be cool. High quality, no proprietary nonsense, just woo! Video. Yeah. That, that would be nice. It sounds great. And also, just imagine the ease of use this offers, not only Google, but other parties. So, you know, like support sites, Uh, you know, like a Zendesk kind of thing. So, you, you, you make a ticket to whatever software or, you know, hardware problem you have. And then instead of having to install some y- icky third-party application, you can just make a live call with someone. That would be really cool. Plugin is not necessary. That's great.
0: Well, that's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So we just got one more piece of Google news this day. And so you 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 use Google products all the time, right? All the time. Like I mean. So you, you you manage websites, right? So you have analytics. Yeah, so I have you can analytics. Track people, see who comes. To I don't use site.
1: Google Cloud, but I've looked into it. Uh, unfortunately, they're more expensive than AWS right now. Yeah. Um, but you know they they make um Polymer, which I'm kind of looking into to make a new website with. Uh, you know, so yeah, there's a lot of Google going around.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't do everything yet. It does next to everything. Wouldn't yeah. You like your Google. To manage your domain names for you? My domain names? Can Google do that? Well, they say that 55% of all small businesses don't have a website yet.
1: That's horrible. How and, is that even possible?
0: Well, so, like, when I bought my gunpowder, I see, like, their official... Like, if I want to contact them about a question about my um, traditional black powder... Send an email to this guy's AOL account. Ooh. And then sometimes I see, I see billboards down the street about small businesses like, hey, we, we spent all our advertising budget for the year on this one billboard that's only gonna be here for a week. Please email me my Gmail. I do dog grooming. And then that's how people do that. Wouldn't you, it? You know, a-
1: your, uh, your former employer, your, uh, uh, flooring business. Yeah, they, they have that
0: pretty snazzy, majestic flooring TC. And
1: that website, man, that that's pretty it's, good.
0: Yeah. But Google wants to make it easier for small business to do this, so they have this little invite-only pilot program going on right now. Who knows what it actually does? But you can try to get an invite if you want to say that you're a part of a broadcasting network of people that like Google a lot and would promote you.
1: Yeah, what Nexus? So yeah. it, we know some some of what it does. So they won't provide hosting, so that you're still on the hook for that. But what you can do is you will get you know your DNS customization as much as you want. You'll get. Up to 100. Well, this is the free tier anyway. Up to 100 email addresses on the domain, which is really nice. I don't know what that means in terms like like is that like a Google Apps kind of email address or is that just like a forwarding address? Well, that's so they, what you know, matters.
0: One and one, I have a million forwarding. Boxes me too. And, and thanks for showing me the trick with this catch all. Yeah, isn't that the best? I would have never oh, figured that out. So good. And that's how I can tell people to send a message to your dream guy at matthewpetrillo. That's all right.
1: And so, uh, it depends. It really depends. Like, if the service wants to succeed, it really needs to be legit email addresses because Google apps is great, but I really want a real email address. Anyway, you also get 100 subdomains and a bunch of other customized DNS. And they have signed up Squarespace, Wix, Weebly, and Shopify as uh, initialization partners. So if you want, you can buy your domain through Google Mm -hmm. and then you can get your, you know, website designed by one of these other services nice or the other way around you can go to one of these other services and instead of paying for domain through them you can pay google and they can get a cut of whatever pricing google offers and so it'll all be really nice and worked out internally like, Sounds like you know roll. google is good at making apis and i can imagine squarespace using google dns apis or google yeah. google registrar apis maybe yeah, I don't know. It feels yeah, like, you, a, you, you. yeah,
0: we'll see what comes of this. Dynamically
1: yeah. register your domains here.
0: And if you unsubscribe, we won't bill you every month or, or will year. We. I haven't called one in one yet. Yeah, I, you might
1: I, want to get on that.
0: I'll get on it on Friday. Friday? What's well, uh, the fourth?
1: Isn't that a terrible time? It's a business day. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm calling India, anyways. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so let's talk about uh, Apple. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a product we never talk about these days. It's the iPod Touch. <gasps>
0: I held one the other day. Where? Uh The punk kid had one.
1: Oh, man. So Apple refreshed the iPod Touch. Well, not really, actually. They changed the price and added a feature that used to be in a more expensive model. Hmm. Yeah, so there used to be this product called the iPod Touch 5th generation, but it had no camera, and that was the cheapest model. I think it was 199 or 229 or something like that. They took that away. Now there's just a 199 camera 5 megapixel model 16 gigabytes it's 199 as it always should have been that's cool uh and so they added this and it's it's identical internally to all of the you know 32 and 64 gigabyte models and uh it's really nice but here's the problem the processor didn't change so it is still using the a5
0: they have a lot of them do
1: you know what else had the a5 the apple tv yeah what else
0: the other iPods.
1: Doesn't like uh, an iPad two have an A five? You know uh, the A five is ancient and it only has five hundred twelve megs of memory. It's going to be a terrible experience to run iOS eight on this fall. What was Apple thinking? You said to me, if you could
0: say that wrong, I could say that wrong again. <laughs> oh my god! Either way, so um, you know how Apple has had many famous apps on their store that everyone gets, and one of those very pro famous Apple apps is uh. Aperture, and it's being discontinued. And Apple is telling everyone to start using iPhotos instead.
1: Mm, that's a uh, like, That's mean, terrible.
0: It, I hear it's free now. iPhoto like, is free. Yes. Yes. It, yeah. It's so it's free with every Mac. Yeah.
1: As it always has been.
0: Yeah, back when I was in the Apple ecosystem, I had to buy the whole iLife suite. You had to buy iPhoto. Mm-hmm. Where? On the App Store. Huh? How much was it? It was, it was ten bucks.
1: That was terrible.
0: Yeah. Well, and I was mad because I, that was for the iPad too.
1: With the i 5 in it.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now that it's made it all free. Um but either way, so the people are saying this has been a planned move, and um between these services, like you could actually use you could actually share libraries, which is something you can never do without Apple sanction. And right. they do it.
1: Yeah. So it seems like they're doing this because I mean, so like the model that Apple switched to was they had like really expensive five hundred dollar software, and then they made the App Store model where they just made everything much cheaper
0: and then everyone would just buy it.
1: And then everybody would just buy it because it was just so much easier to buy. You just click a button and you just get charged 300 bucks instead of 500. Well, apparently not enough people were buying it, so let's just use iPhone instead. Yeah. Now this raises some weird questions though because at WWDC though this year, they showed off this app that's upcoming called Photos.
0: Oh, I remember that.
1: And so they show they showed the iOS version which is ready and will ship with iOS, but that the uh Mac version won't ship for quite some time, maybe until the end of the year or sometime early next year. So it's kind of weird that they want people to use iPhoto, but then they are also making a new app called Photos. Very complicated. Repetitive, too. It happens. Yeah. So how about if we talk about a Microsoft rumor? A Microsoft. A Microsoft. Now, you know, Microsoft owns the Nokia. Well, it turns out that, uh, you know, the Surface brand isn't doing too well. And there's the rumor is that Microsoft re, might rebrand Surface to Lumia, the, uh, you know, namesake of the Nokia purchase.
0: Hmm.
1: Now, apparently, uh, Microsoft is negotiating with the, you know, still existing Nokia, you know, the one that makes washing machines for Europe or something, uh, to keep the branding beyond what they originally bought. So, I think they bought a 10-year license. They are trying to negotiate for an extended usage.
0: Cool. That's enjoyable. Mm-hmm.
1: So, we'll see. What do you think about rebranding Surface? Do you think Lumia is a stronger brand? Because I personally don't.
0: No, I, I don't either. But I like saying the word Lumia.
1: But I like saying the word Surface more than I like saying Lumia. Because so I know what a Surface is. What is a Lumia? I don't know.
0: But that's the thing. It's, you can never touch it. You can never feel. Oh, yes, you do. That's... I do I do have a Lumia product, but it's still fake. Yeah, you, you don't use it. It's because it's useless. Why'd you buy it?
1: I wanted to prove to myself that it was worthless, and I don't squander money. I squandered very little fifty bucks versus four hundred
0: Those four hundred dollars taught me life skills about wood and metal.
1: okay, well, that taught me life skills about not purchasing
0: Microsoft crab. you have to spend the top tier two thousand dollars to get the good stuff? yeah, <laughs> that's true. turns out yes so um we have some other news um, literally some other other news, news. <laughs> as you can see in the show notes because it's been the new <laughs> titler is uh, so the Supreme Court has officially ruled that cell phones cannot be searched without a warrant. Now, doesn't that sound nice? Now, that sounds like something that, you know, has been a known truth for a long time.
1: But people have been doing it, and, you know... You and know. people will continue to do it. Yeah. Just, nothing will change from this. But now you actually have the Supreme Court to back you in court. Yes. Now, here's the quote. Modern cell phones are not just another technological convenience... With all they contain and all they may reveal, they hold for many Americans the privacies of life. The fact that technology now allows an individual to carry such information in his hand does not make the intermission any less worthy of the protection for which the founders fought. Our answer to the question of what police must do before searching a cell phone seized in seized in incident to an arrest is accordingly simple: get a warrant. Well, nice so says. I mean. Usually, the Supreme Court handles tech issues in a strange way. I feel like this one was handled fine. So, how about an example of where they do something that nobody likes instead of something that they do like? Oh, what have they done? Well, this week, the Supreme Court decided that Aereo was violating the copyrights of broadcasters and broadcasts that they were relaying over the internet through their tiny antennas. Now, you remember the scheme that Aereo Mm -hmm. functioned over. They had a bunch of tiny antennas, like literally... Like, the size of a lead pencil, tiny antennas on a rooftop, so put one up there, each antenna is linked to a wire to a server that just transmits it back to you. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's not that complicated. Well, it turns out, Supreme Court has ruled that, um, area lost.
0: You know, that's not too bad. Now, what do they have, do they have to pay damages, or do this have to stop?
1: Well, so here's, let me see if I can find the quote, um... In so far as there are differences, those differences concern not the nature of the service that Aereo provides so much as the technological manner in which it provides the service. We conclude that those differences are not adequate to place Aereo's activities outside the scope of the Copyright Act. So in other words, I don't know what that means.
0: So it's one thing to say, you, so sometimes they make you back pay for how many years you're operating, quadrillions of dollars. Well, so
1: I don't know how the Supreme Court works, so I don't know if the Supreme Court you know, rules for damages like that, I think.
0: So now they can use this as a... Right,
1: like as a tool to relitigate if they wanted to. Well, here's what happened. So they lost, and so on, uh let's see, uh, on the 28th, which was Saturday, Aereo stopped their service. They temporarily paused it. Hmm. So your your $5 per month investment into your antenna, well, it's kind of hold right now.
0: Now, Which is right at the end of the billing cycle. It's fine. Conveniently. It's 28th. Yeah, that is yes, good. That, that is, that good. is fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, but I, I feel like it's just such a shame, though, that this is being, you know, crushed because it seems like such an obvious thing. Yeah. You know, what's the difference between an antenna here or one there?
0: Where it's intended to
1: plant I, I not don't, I don't know. And it, it's so weird, too, that the broadcasters would be angry about this because people are watching their TV channel. Like, isn't that what they wanted all along?
0: Free over-the-air TV, yeah, mm-hmm. I without ads. Oh wait, no, but there are, there, ads. there are ads. I don't it's understand. A pull down, <laughs> right? So I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. But there are many things that I don't get. So, do you ever think? Do you think there's any hope of it coming back?
1: So here's what we're probably waiting for. They took, they took it down indefinitely. It's on pause right now. You're not going to be charged for anything. So they're working on either an alternative. So like. Quantum Ariest. antennas? I, I don't I don't know. Or they're going to actually do what the copyright insists, which is to license the right to rebroadcast.
0: Now what does that cost? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be more than $5 a month after so, that.
1: So, like, the idea is, so you know, like, uh, Channel 4 here, WCCO, mm-hmm. they have the broadcasting rights to rebroadcast the official feed from CBS, right? Yeah. So they have to pay, which is dumb, but that's how it works, apparently. Why? I don't know. And so, apparently, Aria would have to do something very similar to that then, I think. Hmm, cool. So, that means they could raise the price or, uh, you know, yeah. from $9 to $12. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. Hey, do you know Facebook Home? I've heard of it. It was the uh, launcher that for Android that launched, you know, sometime last spring.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's time for a new one. I mean, is it? Is- what do you call this, summer or spring? Yeah, Never sure. were officially summer for a few months. So it's been over a year since yeah. we've heard anything about this. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, coming back, and there's going to have a new, deeper integration and everything. So it's, it's going to replace your stock launcher, and it'll have Photosync, chat, and everything else. Because I guess there are some primitive people in this world that only communicate with... Facebook chat.
1: Yeah, it turns out it's, but you know they don't have unlimited text messaging or something. So maybe it makes sense. No,
0: no, no. What's wrong with that? Send a letter. Get a life. USPS is open always for you.
1: I don't have a. I don't have the kind of time, like three days, to get a letter from here to there. Yeah. Oh crap.
0: <laughs> oh, oops. Oh, I was supposed to. That was like hours ago. That yeah, was it was. two hours ago. <laughs> See, if I was writing a letter, you would never notice that I forgot to respond to one of my dear friends for a few hours. Cause they'll just take days anyways.
1: Right, exactly. Cause
0: no, we- actually, it would only take a, if it's all internal, like if it all just, so if you're sending something that comes out of Egan, it would just get sent. To Egan, like so, if you drop something in the mailbox, it would go to Egan, come back here, and it would be delivered in a day.
1: You know, it's faster sending an email. It would go from here to
0: Japan, Japan, and then back instantly. Wow, that is blowing the water straight out of this pool. That is so cool. <laughs>
1: That's right. Well, so uh, Facebook Home, you know, it might be great and all, but guess what? The the project and the team have disbanded.
0: What? Well, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. So they, they, they couldn't rebroadcast.
1: No, they could not rebroadcast the home it, it, was, it, was, it was it was it was oh it's far closed right Facebook for closed home so good uh, so let's see now, speaking of Facebook, you know there's there's some other things that only Facebook can do. Facebook has more than a billion users, right? A billion sounds like a lot, yeah, isn't it? It is do you think you know half a billion people is a good sample size for knowing something about humanity Mhm-, you know, mhm-. 500 million people? You don't think that's enough? No. No, I think so. So Facebook decided to conduct a large-scale study by manipulating posts in the timeline of 600,000 users. Wow. The manipulation was very subtle. So what they wanted to determine was this thing called emotional contagion, which sounds absolutely nefarious, but it isn't. The idea is that if you see a lot of positive things throughout your week, you'll tend to post more positive things. Whereas if you see a lot more negative things throughout the week, you'll tend to post more negative things. Hmm. So what Facebook did is in this group of 600,000 users, they um, slid, you know, they performed some kind of analysis of some posts and then put more positive posts in some people's feeds and some more negative posts in some people's feeds and determined if in a period of time those people posted more negative or more positive stuff. And it turns out this is true. Uh Apparently, it's a been a long-known thing that face-to-face interaction with emotional contagion has been true, but we never saw it for sure online, and now we have proved it, it with this study.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool.
1: And this is something really only Facebook could do, because does anybody legitimately use Google Plus for non-news? No. Yeah. Uh Facebook is known for people posting personal, private things, more or less, to a group of friends positive or negative then that, that that's great that's something only facebook can do
0: but i disagree with that could twitter so could gmail you say that you post to a group, small group of friends and stuff but i've seen how people handle facebook they have millions of friends they don't know like you just pick random people and like like so far I, I have like 20 friends on facebook back when i had it because i actually knew 20 people
1: yeah you don't know a lot of people
0: you don't know those 600 people
1: i only have 314
0: oh you downsized
1: i've never had 600
0: yeah, yeah. Some people do. Some people have thousands. I understand. I don't get how they can do that.
1: I understand, but,
0: but... You're not retweeting to a small group of people. That's just crazy... However,
1: in defense of that, so I, I like Facebook for um, maintaining acquaintanceship too, not just friendship, um, because you can label people as acquaintances, which is really oh, handy. Did Fiji Girl come back?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. See, that's a cool thing Facebook can do that I can never find out.
1: Right. So, but one of the things Facebook's really good at these days is uh, finding your very close connections. So Facebook knows which group of people out of your entire friends list you actually talk to and who are actually your actual friends. Oh, cool. So, and it's not like, you know, when you actually post something to Facebook, it only goes into people's feeds if it's actually important to those people.
0: I don't know how Facebook works. Yeah, I've read about it. It's changed a lot in four years. I've read about
1: it, yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, one of the highlights of every single one of my days is, so so about 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock when I take my first 10-minute break, I snuggle down in my captain's chair of my postal van. I'm like, I'm going to drink some water and get rehydrated. And I'm going to read my daily Woot email because it has jokes in it. It has the two monkeys, Mortimer and Monty, talking to each other. That's right. And it's just the highlight of my day. And then I find out that some people don't actually like Woot. No. See, do you know that bed? That before my queen-size bed, that stuff, and I got cameras and other things. I buy a lot of really nice things from Woot because Woot has the greatest deals. But some people, I think, it's open most up like that junk. email and be like, "Meh, it's crap. It's junk. Who What's needs that, us?" That would be me. Yes. Well, so another Matt, not not me, but Matt Rutledge, has said, "Well, a lot of people do say meh, and so that is going to be the next site, meh." That's right. Go to meh because meh has deals. So and puppets. Uh, so I don't, I don't know how this works. So
1: he bought the domain name meh for a hundred thousand dollars last yes. year. And, we and had then he had a Kickstarter video to And play. then he had a Kickstarter for four, like it was listed for 14,000, I think, or yeah. 10,000, and he got 14,000 instantly. So I could play the video. You want to play the video? Play the
0: video. I posted a link to it. Yeah.
1: That's not YouTube.
3: Hello, potential sucker. I'm here to talk to you about an exciting business opportunity. For me, I mean, an exciting business opportunity for me. See, I'm the spokes troll for a new-slash-old online retail experience coming-slash-coming-back-soon-to-an-internet-near-you. It's called MECH, and it's the return of the Daily Deal! Remember Daily Deal sites? They were all the rage back in the mid-2000s. Whatever happened to those? Well, a lot of them are still around, but pretty much none of them does a deal a day anymore. They've added all kinds of ancillary deals and new product categories and email exclusives and Facebook promotions and blah biddy blah diddy, blah until you're like, geez, why don't I just take a daily trip to the Mall of America already? It's crazy. And they're all like that, including the original deal-a-day site, Root.com, founded in 2003 by our boss, Matt Rutledge, who sold it to Amazon in 2010. In whose custody, it remains to this day recently, finding himself idly wealthy and bored, and looking around to find basically no one occupying what sushi business dudes would call the deal-a-day space, Matt was like, well, I could do that again.
2: As long as there has been commerce, the paradigm of shopping has always been a cycle Of desire, pursuit, consummation. Consider the ancient Roman marketplaces of ancient Greece, of which it is Like that dress shop in Pretty Woman. Those storied bazaars of antiquity were open only to the moneyed elites. Meh. It's an old Native American word hunters used to describe that one little part of the buffalo they didn't have a particular use for and could either take or leave. Selection? Meh offers nearly none. A single available item, never more. This is almost not shopping at all, you might say, but in the same way the monotheistic religions are almost atheism. When there's nothing you want at the store, you are beyond want itself.
3: Uh, Yeah, I will grant you he's gone a little Colonel Kurtz lately. But the point is, MET is gonna be a no-frills daily deal store, and that's it! There'll be something to buy, there'll be a place for users to discuss what a good deal they think it is, or isn't, and there'll be a stupid daily video to watch. And that's basically all. By now you're probably thinking, this sounds like a terrific idea, how can I get involved? Well lucky you, we're kickstarting! Check out the details of our Kickstarter campaign below, where you can find out what kind of crummy rewards you can get for backing us, track our progress and read updates along the way.
0: Now, I've seen many Kickstarter videos in my day and um this is my personal favorite. Also, do you hear that? I hear that. Still there. I used flash recently.
1: Calm it down, okay. I don't know. So I I think that was probably the best Kickstarter video, indeed. But what do you think about the service? Just, just like, why but, not? But just why not? Yeah. <gasps> hmm. I
0: would uh, sign up for their email.
1: Uh, they're not going to have emails. No email newsletters. No email garbage. No no Twitters. No Facebook. How
0: do I know I'm actually following them?
1: You don't. You just go to the website med.com.
0: I need to go to like Facebook and follow them, nope, and like them.
1: Nope. You don't get to. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's end with one last thing from way back when we started doing this show, and that is the HP disaster.
0: Uh-oh. What happened?
1: Well, see, back in the day, there was a fire sale of $99 tablets just about everywhere. And then after that, they started shuffling CEOs around every other week. One of those CEOs was Leo Apotheker. He decided that it would be wise to pull an IBM, get out of the consumer market spin off the printer market spin off the computer market and go into the deep enterprise market just like the ibm did which they succeeded in doing and so and to do that they decided to buy a, a very large company called autonomy which is kind of funny because well hmm. autonomous companies should be around autonomously i don't know anyway so autonomy apparently lied about its finances and was uh, you know Pretty, pretty, pretty and dead and pretty poor, turns out. They weren't really the worth the $9 billion HP spent on them. So, years later, HP has finally settled with the lawsuit against autonomy for lying outright. Hmm. Completely. Did they get like
0: 100 stocks of uh, Enron?
1: So, we don't know what the settlement details are in terms of monetary differences. But what we did learn is that part of the settlement is that... The CEO of Autonomy will now have a suit directly against him instead.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: yes, and the CFO, whoever he was, so That's crazy. That is pretty good. So, uh, in our how long have we done this show? Two years, two two and a half years. In our two and a half years, the story has started and
0: ended. It's about yeah. time. Finally. Mm-hmm. Now we just got to figure out what happened to Five Star. We'll never know. Never. No. Except for you can't buy their products anymore. No. I liked Five Star. Yeah, me too.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any plugs for this week? at man. No, oh, at huh? Yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, what are you doing next week? Oh, next week I think I'll be delivering the mail. Only five days next week. Right, because there's a holiday. Federal holiday! What is, what is that holiday for our listeners? Uh, Independence Day. Also known as the 4th of July. Yeah, why doesn't everyone just use the 4th of July? I don't know, because it's much easier to say. Well, so... Um, Things don't change words very quickly. Like we so we have some Yoldi literature in the post office stuff, and so when we have when we look at our calendars and stuff, it's just known as Independence Day. Which is fine, I guess. Which occurs on the fourth of July.
1: Right. But I just called it the fourth of July because it's easier. Yeah. Now in our usual tradition I'll be playing the uh some Star Spangled Banner thing on the OP of the show now. <laughs> just like that.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's exactly what happened last year.
1: That's kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's probably one of the
0: best OPs I've ever made. Yeah, we should listen to it again after this. I, like in like 2 minutes. I'll
1: summon it later. Thank you. Yeah, so where can we find you on the internet? Oh, Not in the post office land well, district.
0: If you want to send me a letter, which is much more personalized and customized than sending a mere email. You can send it to 849 Tatum Street, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55104. And regardless of where you send this letter in the United States of America, it is only going to cost you 49 cents. Unless you are a retarded fool and go to the UPS store and spend 67 cents. Because that's what the UPS store does. That's great. You know, once upon a time, people were smart enough to go to the post office and do stamps. They don't have to do their postal work with the UPS store. But people still think that UPS is better because it's brown. Brown is better than blue, apparently.
1: I have no idea.
0: But we deliver for you. I
1: uh. But g- not ag- on Sundays. I agree and don't care much. That's just because you like. I just enjoy my email and modern protocols of transcommunication. And of course, you can find me just about everywhere, especially on the Twitter, Rhynamar, and of course on the Google Plus, which is where I post show notes and uh, I don't know pictures of dogs and cats and. Fire ring arcs and stuff.
0: Oh, that never happened.
1: You know, you you can find all those great things on the Google Plus, uh, Google dot com slash whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because who knows how to use Google Plus URLs? No one. Uh, not so not so, one. so uh, how many dinosaurs did you make this episode? Two. Two two dinosaurs. Two. So, and I made one last week. So so, there's there's three now.
0: I got a Plesiosaur, a Stegosaurus, and a. Are, these things
1: actually are labeled.
0: Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Please, the
1: oh, see, I never would have read that small yeah, white font see, on the cloud.
0: I-, I was just like, oh, yeah. I did not know they're from Harbor Freight, though.
1: That's what it's called, not Hobby Town.
0: <laughs> Bloody crap! <laughs> you had me going, like, oh, I went to Harbor Freight, like, or um, Hobby Town and other things. And I-, I saw that they were made by Harbor Freight, and I, I thought they had, like, a retail thing. But did you actually go to a Harbor Freight looking for tools mm. and ended up getting these? I didn't go. Okay. I just demanded dinosaurs
1: after I knew they existed. Hmm. yes Hmm. well uh, I think that's all we have for this week anything else
0: Uh, have a dino-tastic day
1: okay have a good one
0: I mean, yeah. Literally, all I have to do is like kind of like poke like it this, just a this, little this, bit this, more. And this just... bone right here is suspicious. Which bone? Oh, the, the, the nut bones. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, look at the stars and stripes on the yes. popo's mobile. That was dumb. And, like, oh, the Popeyes mobile is backwards. Yeah. And,
1: like... uh, Broadwell comes out, which is supposed to blow the uh, water out of the pool where the current generation of graphics are sitting in the Intel market.
0: Yes, I've... the the water is so out of the the pool. <laughs>
1: I think you're supposed to blow you out of the water, but I'm blowing the water out of the pool instead. Yeah. <laughs> you can stay in the pool just without the water.
0: That's, you know. hmm. Yeah? Yeah, that, that, hmm. Uh huh. Oh, man. It's been so long since we've done a show. I forgot we have to do that kind of crap.
1: Yeah, we do.